What's up, y'all? I got a dance deal for you, Chicago. Hubbard Street Dance heats up the Harris Theater stage with its spring series of joy next week. Now, this is some of the most dynamic, cutting-edge contemporary dance made by the world's leading choreographers right here in Chicago. I'm excited for Echoes of Our Ancestors by Maria Torres, among other creators. But you can only catch it for three performances between May 17th and May 19th. Luckily, CityCast Chicago listeners can get tickets in any section for 20% off using code CityCast online or over the phone. Visit HubbardStreetDance.com for details and use code CityCast. Today on CityCast Chicago. Chicago's restaurant industry is world-renowned, but it's still bouncing back from the pandemic. I'm talking closures, ongoing worker shortages, and supply chain problems. Eater Chicago follows all the closings, openings, and trends of our dining scene. Editor Ashok Selvam is here with Food Trends. He's watching in 2023. It's Monday, January 9th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. Ashok, welcome back to CityCast Chicago. Beautiful being here. Happy New Year, everyone. I got to ask, you know, thinking back on your 2022, what restaurant gave you the experience that you you think back most on from this past year? Saturday, I, I'm, I'm, uh, my baby's turning one. So like, going out to eat, <laughs> it, wasn't, it, was, it was a little bit more of a luxury, even for the editor reader Chicago. <laughs> so like, you know, you, you pick... Yeah, you, you, you pick your poison and, and, and figure out like, oh, do I need to get a babysitter? But one of the best meals I had was about January last year in uh, 88 Marketplace. Uh, that's the uh, Chinese, Asian, Pan-Asian uh, grocery store. Uh, they call it, you know, it's kind of on the outskirts of Chinatown, but really it's Pilsen. And on the ground floor, they have this uh, steakhouse called Holu, H-O-L-U. And it's one of those tabletop steak spots. And we took the baby, it, actually it was closer to like late February, March, so he was already only a couple weeks in, uh-huh. and they were totally family friendly, and I'm looking at these these plates, these gorgeous plates, just, you know, just beautiful, it's a lot more fun, and, and it's got a lot of Chinese Asian flavors there, and the fact that my kid is just sitting and chilling in, in his uh, stroller, and we were able to have that meal that really resonated with me and my wife. Oh, that's beautiful. Last time we talked, people were feeling burned out in the industry going into 2023. What are you watching in terms of, you know, restaurant workers and how it affects customers? You know, Chicago has a wonderful reputation to be like a a city that's open at all hours and supposedly for everyone. So, you know, if you're like a a late shift worker, you could find something that, you know, you you won't be embarrassed to eat, you Mm -hmm. know, which is is something that we probably take for granted because we're in Chicago. Not a lot of other towns have this kind of amenity. So you're seeing a lot of these restaurants trying to grapple. Do we have enough staff to stay out late? And I'm not talking about 10 o'clock. I'm not talking about 11 o'clock. I'm talking like 9 o'clock right now. That's how we're spread thin. Folks are are, uh, fled the restaurant industry and are settling up, but we're also seeing a little bit of a bounce back. I think this is probably going to be an annual thing that we just learn to live with, with new variants, et cetera but they're becoming more comfortable. And also from the Eater Chicago perspective, uh, we didn't see a lot of high profile openings in 2022. 
So for a restaurant worker to make cash, there needs to be a busy restaurant. There needs to be buzz. I was just uh, compiling a list for our most anticipated openings of, of the year. And just my short list, I have 20 spots, 20 spots that I'm excited about and like legitimately excited about. 2023 could be a banner year. Oh, man. I'm liking that energy. You you talk about, you know, people coming back. Uh, you starting to feel that bounce a little bit. How are people feeling about prices? Are you hearing any complaints from customers about current surcharges or anything like that? Well, inflation has mm-hmm. made things like real, real expensive. And restaurant folks aren't really into making the adjustments on menus uh, because there's always this fear like, oh, if you can get, say, a burger for uh, $8 in one place, uh, a customer will just find some place around the block that's selling it for 5 Uh I think that's a little bit of an outdated mentality, especially with so much online ordering and takeout. I saw some good news uh, this morning. Honey Butter Fried Chicken sent a message this, this morning saying, for the first time in, in several months, uh, prices are dropping. And they're going to adjust their prices to the customer, which is totally unheard of. You know, if you could almost forgive a restaurant for, uh, you know, kind of quote unquote pocketing, they're not really pocketing. Restaurants are really razor thin with the the profit margins. You know, when you see a surcharge, with like you said, they're not they're not like uh, going to put that into their money bid like Scrooge McDuck. They're not swimming. They're just <laughs> like, uh, maybe we're gonna. Pay our power bill, yeah. maybe our gas bill. Let's make sure we don't get the the late charges. You know the you know, surcharge. Like folks complain about surcharges are so hilarious. It's a imperfect industry when you rely on tips. You know there's got to be the customer needs to if they care about these restaurants, they need to give them the benefit of the doubt. You talk about anticipated openings. You talk about the scene. Just when we're thinking about price, how are you feeling about the range of options? That's one of the greatest strengths of, of our city. I'll I'll put Chicago, quote unquote, street food, uh, you know, affordable food, uh, you know, the fast casual. Like we were doing fast casual before that was a, a thing. And that's the the diversity has always been a strength. I see that continuing but there's kind of the delivery charge that, you know, from DoorDash, Grubhub, uh, Uber Eats, that we have learned to kind of, it's been normalized to an extent. Yeah. Uh, you know, the kind of the, the charges that we were so up in our arms out of a, a couple uh, years ago, uh, they're still not, not exactly super beneficial to all restaurants, but it, it, we, we figured it out. Like, if we want that convenience, we're going to have to, you know, uh, pay a little bit more uh, i think that fine dining has there hasn't been a, a huge explosion in chicago even before the pandemic i'm, I'm talking about those coursed out meals of, of those 20 restaurants that i picked out they're like five or six that are that could qualify for those tasting menus and that's kind of like i, I hate to sound like that but it's sometimes fine dining dining is like the engine that kind of helps other restaurants. When folks are like talking about Chicago, they point out restaurants like Oreo or Alinea. And these are restaurants that have been around for a while and talent wants to go work there. There's a great place uh, near kind of the Evanston Chicago border, Kamai Fine Dining. Mm-hmm. It is uh, it, it's a rare, it's one of two Cam- Cambodian restaurants in Chicago. And the uh, it's a mother-daughter chef uh, duo. And, you know, it's, it's not the, like the, the $2, $3 tacos that you probably get like at after midnight or something like that. But for the quality of food and just it's so special and unique. 
You're not, you know, you're not like, you don't have to save up like a month's salary to, to go to these places. And that, you know, while that isn't exactly affordable, that's a lot, the delight, the, you're supporting an industry that really wants to serve you and quite frankly needs it right now. Are you self-conscious about your smile? Do you only allow yourself a closed mouth grin? Well, with Aligner Experts, there's no reason for you to diminish your smile. As orthodontists, they have the privilege of witnessing the remarkable transformation of patients' smiles, which often translates into a profound boost in their confidence. Yet, there always seems to be a deterrent. I ain't got the time, I don't have the funds. Luckily, Aligner Experts is redefining convenient and accessible clear aligner solutions. With customizable treatments, transparent pricing, and their cutting edge 3D scanners and dental monitoring technology, you can transform your smile through the convenience of your own schedule. Stop in at their West Loop or Lakeview Clinic today for your complimentary smile assessment. Aligner Experts, your destination for advanced clear aligner solutions. P.S. They got another clinic on the way, so stay tuned for their Old Town location. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Moving to bars and drinking, what are some of the, the trends you're seeing with Chicago's, uh, you know, range of bars from from the dive bars to the clubs? Well, Jacoby, it's January, and I swear, if I get one more email that says something like "sober curious," I'm not going to be a happy person because uh, everyone is like peddling their spirit-free, non-alcoholic drink. You know, we got some breweries doing it. Uh, you know, the big uh, hip one is Athletic Brewery, mm -hmm. and everyone's drinking that because th this isn't your, like, you know, your parents, uh, you know, old duels. These are actually beers that you might actually enjoy without the alcohol content. So that's going to see an, ex uh, an explosion, especially for New Year's resolutionaries. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of new products, and it's going to be like kind of a survival of fit, uh, like fittest. I'm not sure if it's going to be necessarily first market. You know, you, mm -hmm. uh, you always compare if you're like a little older, you remember beta versus VHS, you know, <laughs> beta was a superior format, but VHS beat them. So that was the, it, it the format everyone but selected. Do you Go think ahead. that, is that something we always see at the, the top of January? Cause you know, coming out of the, the three month holiday swing, that is Halloween, Thanksgiving and Christmas. A lot of people are looking to just maybe slow down a little bit coming into January you know, maybe it was lights out on New Year's or particularly this year, you're just seeing people just really latch onto it even more in terms of the number of products. So it's not just a, a New Year's resolution you're seeing a lot, but the, the market is actually responding to it. You know, uh, folks thought White Claw was for New Year resolutions and it's <laughs> uh, hard seltzer is, is here to stay. Like it's literally everywhere. And I mean, we're, Chicago's I, doing I a festival soon, right? A, a NA Fest. 
Yeah, I got the invite for that. I, I think it's really clever marketing. You know, people, because January is a, traditionally a slow month because we're recovering from the holidays. The weather isn't too good. That's why they have Chicago Restaurant Week, week to get uh, butts in their seats. So, uh, you know, it's very clever. I would be surprised. Maybe there are 20 or 30 products at that festival. Maybe 10 make it out of the year. Mm. Maybe they'll continue. It's just like, just flood the market, see what sticks, and, and you know, and then see what happens. Speaking of uh, another thing that's surging in the city, plant-based fast food options at restaurants. I've seen a few just pop up in my neighborhood over here um, on the on the southeast side. You know, where does that stand, and will its popularity continue this year? That was an idea from one of my uh, my colleagues, Naomi Waxman. She's been seeing that. I think overall, like uh, just a reduction in meat that makes people feel good. Also, meat is expensive. I like, uh, I can't believe it's not meat. They have got a couple locations. They got a pretty good, uh, full, uh, Philly cheesesteak. I just hope. I like the, I like the little pizza poof. The pizza poof. Pizza poof. Mm -hmm. Now, do you like, do you like the, like when it comes to, uh, plant-based, would you rather it taste like meat or go like separate? Because that's kind of like a, like a huge debate. I actually prefer if it doesn't taste like meat and has its own kind of rich flavor. But I think it really goes wrong when people are trying to taste like meat because they want me to kind of trick myself into being like, oh, no, I'm actually eating a hamburger. I know what I'm eating. I know what I ordered. You know, you know what it is. You signed up for it. In that list that I was talking about most anticipation, uh, the owner of Amaru and there's a restaurant called Bloom Plant Based Kitchen. Both are in uh, Wicker, one's in Wicker Park, one's in Bucktown. He's going to Logan Square, uh, and he's opening a vegan uh, taqueria. Obviously, m- most of the food that we're uh, going to possibly consume, or at least across the city, most of the food people consume, is coming from the grocery stores, right? And the pandemic changed the way we grocery shop. Plus, you know, last fall, the iconic Chicago grocery store, Jewel and Mariano's, are you know, coming to merge eventually. This, this is huge news. What does this mean for the grocery market here? It's, it's too funny. Uh, when uh, there's a, a mini chain that just started called Dom's Market, uh, they are they were affiliated with Mariano's, but they're a separate entity, and they opened a location in Old Town, not exactly a food desert, right? You know, real estate prices high. Mayor Lightfoot was there, but one of the a point that she made it kind of alludes to something that you mentioned. If you open a grocery store, it's just not like a, a place that you get your you know your your goods, your canned goods to cook at home. Most of these stores now have little mini restaurants or food courts in yeah. underserved areas. You, if you kind of kind of bundle and share that risk instead of having a, a, a coffee shop, a, a restaurant, you know, you saw an angle with they got the Starbucks is still there. The Whole Foods is gone and they're, they're still trying to wonder what is going to replace them. When you, you know, make that example, I think about the local market over that took over the shuttered Dominic's in South Shore. I'd argue they got one of the best hot bars in the city and it is Ah, oh, it's a it's a real meal. Yeah, that's that's it's going to be so important to the you know the future of the city. The grocery stores have, are really going to become community centers. Now, I'm curious on how this Mariano Jewel thing is going to work out. We're still working, waiting on uh, the the feds to approve that because uh, Mariano's parent company is Kroger's. And I've been to Kroger in Michigan. It doesn't really offer much advantage over Jules. I was joking there. I saw on a Facebook group that folks are complaining that Mariano's doesn't take Apple Pay. 
And, you know, that like certain conveniences are going to go away and it's going to take a period of adjustment. Going into 2023, what's the one thing you're going to be paying maybe close attention to in 2023? I'm going to be paying attention if, if uh, all that energy from 2020, when it was about uh, workers' rights, believe workers, are we going to continue put the worker first? Or was that just kind of some sort of public display to, you know, you put a black square on your Instagram and then forget about it? Uh, are we, you know, I, I, I see a little bit of that energy wearing out. I'm hoping that there are more opportunities for folks, especially women and people of color, and these big companies to identify talent and elevate them and promote. And there needs to be better mentorship. Or we're going to have a really bored food scene. No one wants that. Uh, Ashok, thank you so much uh, to coming back to CityCast Chicago. Editor of The Eater Chicago, Ashok Selvam, thank you so much. Take care. Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. The Illinois House voted early Friday morning to ban military-style weapons and provide increased protections for providers and patients seeking abortion care. Now, both measures will have to move to the Illinois Senate before the current legislative session ends Wednesday. We talked to the sponsor of that first bill last week. I got a link for you in the show notes for you to hear that conversation. We're going to have to wait until March for the Illinois Supreme Court to hear arguments about the constitutionality and future of the Safety Act's end of cash bail. More than half of all Illinois counties filed an 11th hour lawsuit continuing cash bail in many courts across the state. One of Chicago's largest utilities has filed for a nearly $200 million rate increase, which will result in a $12 increase for the average customer per month. Now, if you dig into the details, that figure could balloon to up to $400 million as People's Gas also wants to keep customers on the hook for their ongoing pipeline replacement program. And some good news to get you through. This Sunday, I'm performing my first ever one-man show, Lessons from Granny. Now, I can't give away many details, but it's an hour-long storytelling show dedicated to the black matriarchs who made me who I am. Check the link below for tickets, location, and more information. As always, I appreciate you for listening. Hopefully, I'm going to see you there. In the meantime, in between time, subscribe to our daily newsletter, Hey Chicago, at chicago.citycast.fm. If you've already done that, do me a huge favor. Leave us a rating and a review below. It helps other people find CityCast Chicago in 2023. You can find me here tomorrow. I'll talk to you then. Peace. Ashok Selvam Selvam. Selvam. That's fine. All right. Ashok Selvam. You said fine. Vam Vam. You could go Vam. It's, I, honestly, my parents say it both ways, so it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's all good. Ashok Selvam. I got you. <laughs>